In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Holy, 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 though the darkness hide thee, though the sinful human eye thy glory may not see, only thou art holy. There is none beside thee, perfect in power, in love, and purity. We are calling an audible, Andrew says. That's the new church jargon for we're not quite sure what's going to happen next. And we are so sort of dependent on the bulletin that we have worked out in advance, all, all Episcopalians everywhere. When you have to change something, it feels like we're sort of out of rhythm the whole time. We are so out of rhythm that we welcome the young people to stay with us all the way through the sermon. Oh, my. When I was a kid, growing up in a church that is very similar to this, not quite as big and not nearly as pretty, that was not the option to dodge the sermon. The kids just had to stay there and squiggle no matter what. It was Holy Trinity Episcopal Church in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I think we only sang the same few hymns over and over and over. We had the top 40 and we didn't venture into the rest of the hymnal. And one of the very favorites, at least the organist's favorite, maybe the priest's favorite, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, Early in the morning, our song shall rise to thee. Our song. Our song shall rise to thee. Growing up in the Episcopal Church and going to Sunday school pretty much every Sunday, it was not hard to get the idea that the church and faith and God and Jesus and all that stuff was a long time ago and far away. It happened to somebody else. And now we're just telling the stories, the old stories. We had a film series. I don't know where we got these things, but there was a, like an eight millimeter film on a reel that we had a projector. And the music was always just, you know, wavy and terrible. You could never really figure out what the tune was. It was about the prophets and the prophets would come up All of them look like Gandalf the Grey, long beard, long hair, leaning on a staff. And every Sunday I would watch these films and think how wonderful for them long ago, far away. But what does that have to do with me? What does that have to do with here? What does that have to do with now? It's so comforting to think that all this stuff happened to someone else on the other side of the world centuries ago. And we can tell the stories and we can wonder and marvel at how God worked in their lives and keep ourselves completely safe from God working in ours.
mom and dad had four children. We all sat on the same pew every Sunday. Every Sunday, all of us said, each one of us said, do we have to? The answer was every time, at least four times on Sunday morning, yes, you have to. I guess we eventually gave up. And then, my story, I went to summer camp because my friend told me that it would be better than cutting the grass. And I found myself in a loving community and I thought, oh, this is the church right here, right now. And then I went and was served on a special session for people with mental and physical disabilities and I thought, oh, this is the church not long ago, not far away, in the heart of Mississippi in June of 1971. The Lord spoke to the prophet Isaiah and said, Behold my beloved, who will come to bring sight to the blind and hearing to the deaf and bind up the lame And then the prophet Isaiah said to the people of Israel, I make you the light to the nations. You. I make you the light to the nations. Jesus came up out of the water and the story is that the voice of God said, This is my beloved, my son, with whom I am well pleased. And you know the story about Jesus and you know about his teaching and his death and his resurrection and his ascension. And the mission, the purpose, the message was long ago and far away and is still and is now and is here. You and I make up the body of Christ. Not long ago, not far away, but right now, today, in my life, in your life, it is our mission to be a light to the nations, and Lord knows the nations need it. To proclaim the good news of the love of God in Jesus Christ. Good news of love and redemption and acceptance and mercy. It's not just something that's happened to somebody else. The purpose of Christmas is incarnation, God with us. The purpose of Epiphany is showing forth. We tell the stories of Jesus showing forth, but it is you and I, the body of Christ in the 21st century, that are called to show forth our Lord Jesus to so many who so desperately need some connection with God. The event is so organized and everything is all set up. They sent me the bulletin for the service the way it was supposed to be with baptisms and all that. And the last hymn or the first hymn was Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. It's not in our hymnal. So I don't know it. 
I mean, I've heard it. I've probably sung along. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. I don't remember all the words. But the last part and the, and the refrain and where I'm trying to go with this sermon is, this is my story. This is my song. You remember that part? This is my story. The story of Isaiah, the story of Jesus, the story of the history of the church. This is my story. This is your story. And this is our song. Singing praise to Jesus all the day long. Every Sunday we come together and offer ourselves to God. And I invite you this time as you offer yourself to offer yourself to the recognition that Jesus is now. God is here. And the mission of of God is in this church, our church, in you and in me, no matter how old or how young you are. It's our job to show forth God with us. And invite people into a deeper relationship with God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen.